Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by, along with Kerry Lockheed. Hello, Sam. Your boy Joe Pags for the next hour. We've got uh, Alex Trayman at the bottom of the hour from Jerusalem. He's a journalist there. He's a documentarian, and he talks about exactly what's going on. And I, I get into the weeds with him on purpose because I just want some answers. Why the hate? For Israel. Why can't Israel exist? Why is Israel the problem when you've got, if you look at it from 30,000 feet up, the entire Middle East, the Northern Africa, all that area, that part of Asia, and into Northern Africa is all Muslim. You got a little tiny Israel. Leave them alone. Why can't they have that place? After 6 million Jews were killed, the world decided, and, and I believe the British Empire, the Great Britain actually had it, it wasn't the empire anymore, but uh, they said, yeah, you can have that piece of land back. That's Israel. That's what it is. The UN agreed. Why, why exactly are we fighting about it this many years later? I don't get it. So we get into all of that because there's right and there's wrong. There's fact and there's there's fiction. And I think a lot of people are dealing in fiction. I've got to be honest with you. I talked about a story about twins and about the new year. You can check that story out over on Instagram, Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W, or check it out over on YouTube, Joe Talk Show as well, or on TikTok or Clapper. It's Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Go and check it out. I gotta be, Kara, i got to be honest with you. I'm not sure we're going to have time for it because oh. we, just, we just had the okay. dump. Yes, Yes, we did. And, and and the thing is, we knew it was going to be coming out early in the year. Now, is this a full list of everybody that went to Epstein Island or not? Well, I think they're they're doling it out in portions. I think. So yeah, who, who is it that's doing? Is it a court some. that's releasing it? Who's doing it? Uh, yes. Uh, there's a district judge that ordered the release last month. Any surprises on this? Because we we no. the one big name we all knew was going to be on there. Yes, correct. Like he was called John Doe or whatever he's called on it. We know who the guy is, and it's it's him. So, what do you, is there a full um, story on this? Or you just yeah, I got a, I got a story. Uh, this is from uh, Fox News. Nearly 200 names that have previously been redacted from court documents in a lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein's former lover and accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell, have been made public on orders of a federal judge in New York. U.S. District Judge Loretta Preska ordered the release in December, but gave the Jane and John Doe's two weeks in case they wanted to appeal. Big names on the list included former President Bill Clinton, his estranged longtime aide, Doug Band, Prince Andrew, and the French modeling agent Jean-Luc Brunel, who, like Epstein, died while awaiting trial. Epstein had many high-profile connections, including former U.S. presidents, foreign prime ministers, and Britain's Prince Andrew, as well as Hollywood stars, leading academics, people in the modeling and fashion industries, and other public figures. As some of the names were previously known through other means, despite having been withheld from the public's eye in the lawsuit. Other names unsealed Wednesday included billionaire Glenn Dubin. I don't know 
if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Hello. And his former private chef, Ronaldo Rizzo, had previously released documents revealed Rizzo claimed Epstein and Maxwell once visited Duman's house with a disoriented 15-year-old Swedish girl who told him the couple asked him for sex and that her passport had been taken. Several were withheld for various reasons, including names of some of Epstein's underage victims and at least one person who the judge said had been falsely identified. Dubin and his wife, Eva Anderson Dubin, who had previously dated Epstein, had previously denied any knowledge of the late financier's behavior. And the names were all previously redacted documents in a lawsuit against Maxwell from Virginia Giffrey, an Epstein accuser who said he trafficked her to his private island, Little St. James, in the U.S. Virgin Islands before her 18th birthday. At the party settled out of court in 2017, she also sued and received a settlement from Prince Andrew. But Prince Andrew says to this day, it wasn't him. Right. I saw an interview There's recently. There's a picture. We've all seen the picture. Oh, yeah, but he acts like it's some sort of a Photoshop picture. It's not really him. Right. I saw an interview with him recently, and I don't know who was interviewing him. Because I'll be honest with you, a bunch of idiots now doing doing news, to be honest. Not you, but everybody else. <laughs> um, and in the interview, this person allowed him to, to say, because I guess the the allegation is not only there's the picture, not only did he do these things, but he's got extremely sweaty palms or something. Yeah, I saw that. The very sweaty guy. And he said, see, gotcha. Proves it right there. I had an ailment. He wouldn't say what it was that literally prevented me from sweating. So it couldn't have been me. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, you know, you know uh, who says that? Okay. I guess he does and thinks who he can get that? away with it. I mean, my God. So, I mean... Now that his name is on the list, will he say, well, it's not really... It was a different Prince Andrew. A <laughs> different Prince Andrew. Right. I don't know. Who from, knows like, what he's going to say now? Not I, from England, but from Smingland. Uh, you know. Smingland, yes. You know, he's, that's the guy. So, Andrew. let me ask you this. And you, you might not want to opine. Maybe people should call in about this. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. There's no doubt that Bill Clinton is a scum. We know that. He, he's messing around with the interns in the Oval Office. He's using cigars. Mm-hmm. He's lying about it. They got the Paula Jones. You got the other lady that he was dating for 12 years or something. She was a news anchor, Jennifer Flowers. You've got, um, uh, for, for God's sakes, uh, my, my friend, what is her name? Oh, boy, you know, uh, Juanita Broderick. You've got oh, all right. these things in his past, right? Yes. We know the guy's no good. I mean, he's a sexual deviant, at least. And there was no doubt, knowing that Jeffrey Epstein begifted him a painting of him in a, in a dress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? There's no doubt there's a deviation there that many of us will never understand and don't want to. Yes. So, knowing that his name is on the list, does that change his legacy at all? I mean, is it, what does this change? You know what? I, I don't know if it does or not. I mean, here's a guy. We've all known, and yes. it's all, you know, it depends on what your definition of is is. And, right. you know, we all know the story, but there are so many thinking he was, you know, he was a great president. This doesn't tarnish his image at all. And, and it, it, well, a couple of things are important. He's not a bad, well, he wasn't a bad looking guy. He's old and crotchety now, but he wasn't a bad looking guy. Very smooth talker, could sell you the shirt off his back. I get it. He, he played this persona. He played this role that made him something different than he was. Then we found out who he really was. And again, you've got a bunch of people who just have suicided themselves anywhere near the Clintons. That's already questionable. You've got, um, you've got a bunch of women who said he, raped me here, he attacked me there, he did the other thing over there, 
and and for some reason it just goes away. Took advantage of the intern in in the Oval Office with a cigar, tried to deny it, and there's a blue dress and the whole thing. Linda Tripp and everybody else was involved. Ken Starr, who's since passed. I mean, you, there there's no doubt. I mean, it's not like one little incident where somebody said, "Yeah, no, the guy was." The guy was a little no good. This is a guy that's got a pattern over his history of public life, and who knows what he's doing before public life, of doing things that most people don't do um, in a perverse way. And we all knew he was on the list. Mm-hmm. Did anybody think he was? He was very good friends with with, no. uh, with Epstein. I mean, no one, I don't think anyone would be shocked to know that Bill Clinton was on this list. And by yeah. the way, in preparation for the list being um, being put out there today, being dumped, is I think what we're calling it in the news business. Um, Epstein's brother said that Jeffrey Epstein at one point, before he died obviously, said to him, if I, if I said everything I know about the two mm-hmm. candidates in 2016, there wouldn't be an election. Yes, I read that. So, and again, I'm a Trump guy, I'm a MAGA guy, but if he's got some proof or there's some proof that Donald Trump was on that list... I would separate immediately from from supporting the guy as a candidate. You know how I knew he wasn't on the list, Carrie? How? It took this long for the list to come out. Hmm. Oh, you know what? You may be right. If Donald Trump were on that list, it released oh, immediately. Absolutely, they they would have leaked it. They would have released it. Yeah. Look, They're like, Bill, we list. can't protect you anymore. Yeah. Prince Andrew can't protect you anymore. We got to get Trump. Yeah. That would have been released immediately. Uh, yeah. We I knew that he wasn't on that. the list. And there is a history between Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. Let's be honest. There is one. Epstein used to live on Palm Beach. He used to be a member of Mar-a-Lago. It's a club, and it's also a home. He was kicked out of Mar-a-Lago for treating the staff badly. Trump literally kicked him out of the Mar-a-Lago club. (laughs) So the idea that somehow Jeffrey Epstein was Donald Trump's good friend, is there a picture of them together? Yeah, I think there is, with Maxwell as well. But, I mean, we're talking about a guy that was like real close buds with Bill Clinton. And does it say how many times they went? Uh, not in this story. No. Because Clinton is alleged to have gone dozens and dozens and of times. And I do have to say, and now USA Today, because so many stories are now coming out and you know different things are, are happening right now. USA Today's headline, Clinton and Trump are named in Jeffrey Epstein documents. No wrongdoing alleged. Why did they say Trump? Well, here's their story. Former Presidents Bill Clinton and Donald Trump are mentioned in newly unsealed Jeffrey Epstein-related court documents, but they're not accused of any wrongdoing involving the disgraced sex trafficking financier. Clinton, who sometimes flew aboard Epstein's private plane, is listed repeatedly in the documents because he was the topic of an argument over the credibility of a witness who said she saw the former president when he was a guest of Epstein. Trump's name appears in a document in which Epstein is quoted as saying he would invite the then real estate mogul to a casino. In another document, an unnamed witness said she was never asked to engage in sexual relations with Trump. So they just had to mention Trump, didn't they? Uh, yes. So in other words, and Clinton Dershowitz. is mentioned over and over again. Yeah. I, yeah, well, I want to get to Dershowitz in a second. Yeah. Clinton was mentioned over and over and over. He went dozens of times. And there are allegations that have never been disproven by then young girls that he partook in everything. And the reason why USA Today had to mention Trump was because he was invited to a casino, but never had any sexual relations with anybody? That's what they're saying. So they just had to mention him. And the headline said both? Yes. Yes. The headline mentions Trump. Uh, Yes. 
Clinton and Trump are named in the documents. No wrongdoing alleged. Come on, man. Now, what does it say about Dershowitz? Because he is often, he is denied yeah. that he de- he took part in anything, but he was legal representation yes. for Correct. Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, the, uh, this is still the USA Today story. The unsealed documents also list prominent individuals who've denied accusations against them, including Prince Andrew and prominent litigator Alan Dershowitz. The Epstein list and guilt by association, Dershowitz said on the social media platform X. And that's all he said. So again, no wrongdoing by Dershowitz. And, but they're trying to, what they're doing is, they're trying to, to lighten the, the spotlight on Clinton right now by saying, look, Trump was, was mentioned. And, and, and Dershowitz was mentioned. Look at Prince Andrew. When we know there was a different level, well, actually, Prince Andrew might be on the same level, a different level of, of accusation against Bill Clinton. And there's no allegation against Donald Trump, but he had to be mentioned. And Dershowitz, was the guy's lawyer. Now, do you have the ability to question the decision by Ellen Dershowitz to represent somebody like Epstein? Yes. But that doesn't mean that he partook in anything. I know there was an allegation at one point, and Dershowitz on this show said, I'm 80, I forget what he said, 81 or 82 years old. I haven't had sex with anybody but my wife in the past 60 years or something like that. He said, I mean, he's on the record saying it. So, again, mentioning all of these people, I think, is an attempt do you agree with this? Hmm. To lighten the load on Bill Clinton a little bit. Uh, I would say that's a possibility. And how do you put Trump in the headline? I know, but because he apparently he didn't do anything. What? So Epstein was going to ask him to go to a casino with him, and that's why is that even newsworthy? Don't I don't understand. I, I, I don't get it. But I was also going to say, you know, with Clinton, I think the people who love him, this is not going to tarnish their opinion of him. I agree. I don't think so. I agree. I mean, at this point, and how can allegedly, it? he's done nothing wrong when it comes to Epstein. Well, actually, there are allegations by some of the women that he did something wrong. Well, but you're right. Yeah, there's nothing like a court-wise that said he did something wrong. You're right. 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 All right. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. JoePags dot com. Your thoughts about the release of these names? I don't know if these are all the names or not. I don't know if more names are going to be coming out. I do know this: Jimmy Kimmel wasn't mentioned, and I know that uh, what's his name, uh, Kel- Kelsey. Um, is it Travis, Travis Kelsey? Is that Kelsey? the one that's dating? What's her face? Yes. Yeah. He. he uh, no, it wasn't Travis Kelsey. It was uh, who was it? Adam Ro- uh, um, uh, Rogers, right? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers made the Jimmy allegation. Kimmel. Yeah. I, 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 and Aaron I thought Rogers. about Kelsey because Rodgers always goes after Kelsey because he's taken all the shots, and he calls him Mister Pharma or Mister Pfizer. So um, hmm. Aaron Rodgers makes the allegation that Kimmel might have a problem with the Epstein stuff, and then. Kimmel said he was, he might, I think Polo just brought this up the other day in, in uh, pop culture. Um, Kimmel, I guess, might be suing That's what Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, keep I mean, it up. I, I, I don't know. Court. Yeah. But then there's a picture or a video that I saw on X with Jimmy Kimmel walking around with a guy who's presented as Epstein's chef or something. I don't know. For me, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I Carrie, you've been on this show a long time. I have. I haven't said anything about this stupid list. No. Until it came out. Uh, yes, correct. I mean, I've not made an allegation that somebody's on or not on. Uh, no. Not even for mm-hmm. a second, because that that would be dumb. Why even do that? And I like Aaron Rodgers, but why even say that? Wait for the list to come out. It was going to be one more I day. don't know. And I think he has some kind of beef with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Well, probably because of the shots and because dig. of COVID. Yeah. I, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, because Rodgers is. I haven't I'm seen not getting Jimmy vexed. Kimmel on this list, though. 
No, he's not on there. No. But we would definitely put it out there. But now that the list is out, maybe this lawsuit goes forward. We'll see. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. It'll be um, um, uh, Alex Trayman from Jerusalem at the bottom of the hour. We'll take some of your calls when we come back on this list being out. Let me, in the meantime, tell you about Super Beats. Super Beats are great. A wonderful sponsor of the show for a very long time. You get a nice energy boost. You get a nice level energy sense the entire day. The feeling of highs and lows all day, not good. You take some caffeine, maybe you take a sugary drink, get that spike, and then you're down and, and you can fall asleep. With Super Beats Heart Shoes, you get a level energy the entire day. And again, I mean, it, it's, it's not up, it's not down. It's a nice boost and it stays there. It's great support for your circulation, your blood pressure, your blood flow, and your production of nitric oxide. Paired to the healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to, to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. So why not look into these right now? I've been telling you about them for a long time. They've made a website just for you to go try these out. Support your heart health with Super Beats Heart Shoes. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Shoes and a free full-size bag of turmeric shoes valued at $25 by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at JoeLovesBeats.com. And we're back after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Carrie, the most interesting thing, I think, on this is going to be how do the different outlets spin it? Like, the first story you gave us was what? Fox News, right? Uh, yes. Pretty yes. straightforward. Of course, no need to mention Trump because he's not on the list. But uh, then you go to USA Today. Is that who it was? Yes. Mm-hmm. And Trump is in the headline. Yes, he is. Yeah. And I think they try to give a false equivalency between how innocent they both are. Trump, absolutely innocent in the Epstein stuff, as far as we know. Clinton, not innocent. He flew on the plane many times. Young, then young girls, they're older now, make all sorts of allegations. There have been allegations as well that there are videos of these people having relations with these girls. And that might be a reason why Epstein was disappeared. Who knows? But, I mean, the whole thing is crazy to me. As the night goes on, and I know that you don't pay a whole lot of attention to news once you hit the wine. I get it. Uh, mm, mm, mm. So, yeah, I noticed you didn't deny. You just made no. You went, eh, mm, mm. You didn't say no. That's not true. Because <laughs> once, once you hit the box, leave that's me it. Leave alone. When I'm home, I'm home. That's so, um, time. And I'll be up until 5 a.m. watching the news. I am going to watch the spin that we get from different be outlets because it's really going to be nothing but spin. Yeah. And Newsweek, because I'm looking all over, you know, yeah. different headlines and different stories. Newsweek, there are more than 70 names included in the documents. Four have been redacted and they gave a list of the over 70 that are on this first name dump. So it, are, now, are they calling it a first name dump? So there are more to come? I don't know. Well, the first couple of stories said, well, here's a portion. My belief was they're going to do this in bits and pieces. I So I don't know after I've seen this list. I don't know if there's more than the 70. I don't know yet. I wonder why they're just um, piecemealing it. I mean, I don't know. Former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson's on the list. I don't know why he's on the list. Well, I mean, the list literally means he flew to Epstein Island. 
that that's what the list entails. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump being mentioned was something different. They invited him to a casino, blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah. But if it if they're in alignment with the words the list, they went there. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And Dershowitz will say, "Of course, I went there. I was his lawyer." So the whole thing. This is going to continue to spin and unravel. Oh yeah. Um, I hope that we'll get the straight skinny, but you've got to be able to read these these articles or watch these news stories or listen to them and decipher what's real and what's not. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Alex Trabin when we come back on the Joe Pags Show. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> For the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I'm really glad to have this man back. It's Alex Trayman. He's the CEO and uh, Jerusalem Bureau Chief of Jewish News Syndicate. It's uh, JNS. He's in Jerusalem right now. Alex, how are you? Good to see you again. Doing well, Joe. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year, by the way. Thank you. Same to you. Yeah, there are arguments that are happening over that section of the world, the Middle East, over Israel, which has historically been there almost 4,000 years. And the argument is that the Jews stole the land from the Palestinians. Now, you and I both know there was never a Palestine. There was never a country called Palestine. Even biblical Philistine isn't really the same people because the people that we're talking about are Egyptian or Jordanian. They're not even a Palestinian people. And I say that with all confidence because I read it somewhere. But I want to talk to somebody who's there. Alex, can you tell me why there's some sort of a brain separation with people who seem to think that suddenly the Jews showed up killed everybody and took Palestine. Why is that a a functionally working narrative? People in this country, probably half of them, believe that to be true. Well, I think that's because you have a a culture of uh, victimhood that you're tra- and a pressure and oppressor that you're trying to install uh, in the United States, where people are always looked, you know, either as the oppressor as the victim. And uh, you know, unfortunately for Jews who have been living uh, contiguously in the land of Israel for over 2,000 years and have their roots in in the Bible, uh, the Jews have refused to be victims. So after the Holocaust, Jews decided they weren't going to be victims anymore, and and they were going to go to America and be successful, or they were going to come to Israel and build a and build a state and be able to defend themselves. That what happened uh, was perpetrated by the Nazis in World War II would never be perpetrated against the Jewish people again. Uh, and so because the Jewish people decided they wouldn't be victims, well, the only other choice is to be oppressors. Um, and even though if you look at any map of the Middle East and North Africa, you could see uh, that Muslims control uh, 22 nations and and uh, vast uh, land uh, swaths of land. And Israel's just this tiny little state. Yeah. Right there in the middle, but still, uh, somehow or another, is Israelis and, and Jews in general have, have turned into the oppressors instead of the victims. 
It is uh, Alex Trayman. He's coming to us from Jerusalem today. It blows my mind to see people protesting Christmas. Can you imagine people protesting Ramadan or Eid? Can you imagine protesting the march to Mecca? You're not allowed to. You can't say anything. You can't do anything. But you can throw Palestinian flags on Christmas trees in the United States. You can continuously send rockets into Israel and thank God for the Iron Dome. And nobody says anything about it. It, it, To me, it's the strangest thing. But you know what's really telling to me, Alex? And I wonder if you can pontificate on this a little bit. When the king of Jordan says, we're not taking any Palestinians. When Egypt says, we're not taking any Palestinians. That tells the world something, doesn't it? Well, I think for Jordan and Egypt, you can understand why they're not going to take any Palestinians. Uh, you know, Jordan is already a Palestinian majority country. And people don't understand this. They accuse Israel of some kind of apartheid. Palestinians are the majority in Jordan. About 60% of the population of Jordan is Palestinian. Uh, obviously, the king of Jordan is not a Palestinian, although he married a Palestinian. Right. Uh, and he doesn't want uh, his country overrun with more Palestinians because that would that would uh, harm his hold on the country. Right. Also in Egypt, you know, they have many domestic problems. They understand that if Palestinians would race into uh, into Egypt, that they would further destabilize the country, and they would actually use Egypt as uh, their nest of terror instead of using Gaza and having it be Israel's problem. So you can understand why those two countries don't want Palestinians. But what about all the other countries? They seem to care so much about Palestinians. Meanwhile, you've got the two million Gazans that are trapped, that are not allowed to flee a war zone, which should be considered a basic human right. Right. And and all these countries around the world that are so self-righteous don't want to help even a single Palestinian. So you have to ask, do they care about Palestinians or are they just using these Palestinians as a lever against the state of Israel. And and it's a rhetorical question. I mean, obviously, the answer is right there. Uh, At the end of the day, though, Alex, we've got people who are literally saying Jesus was a Palestinian. They're literally saying Netanyahu is Hitler. The whole thing is so bizarre to me. I'm glad you brought up the Holocaust. Not that I'm glad there was a Holocaust. But nobody talks about the six million Jews that were exterminated just because of their mother being Jewish. Nobody talks about that. It's as if it never happened. And you've got 2.2 million people in Gaza. And those people somehow are more important than the history of Israel being right exactly geographically where it is today. Again, there's some sort of weird brain separation that you and I are just speaking facts. I'm not some Zionist. You're not some Zion. We're not some let's go commit genocide on people. We're just a couple of guys that want to say, okay, let's historically talk about what happened. Hitler killed a bunch of people for no reason. The U.N. said, yeah, Israel should have its land back. Why is there an argument? Not only that, but after the state of Israel was founded within three years, the entirety of Jewish populations across the Middle East and North Africa were all forcibly expelled from their countries. 800,000 plus uh, Jews were forcibly expelled from Iran, from Iraq, from Syria, from Egypt, from Yemen, from Morocco. Uh, and the only country that absorbed them was the state of Israel. So Muslim countries have no problem ethnically cleansing Jews from their territory. Uh, you know, but uh, th- that part of the history is is not uh, is not taken into account. I mean, this was this was 80 years ago. Okay, it's it's not like it happened that long ago. Right. It's uh, CEO of in Jerusalem, bureau chief of the JNS, the Jewish News Syndicate, Alex Trayman, coming to us from uh, from Jerusalem. Alex, I don't understand the religious argument. And here's what I mean. Israel and Jews have been, have existed, as I said, I don't know, 3,500, 4,000 years, something like that, in the same place, the same land, the whole deal. Islam came about in about 600 A.D. 
And so it's reasonably new compared to Judaism, certainly. It's newer than Christianity. So what is the, the so-called religious argument? As you said, if you look at a map from 30,000 feet up, there's a little speck, and that's Israel. Everything else is, is Muslim, whether it's North Africa, the Middle East, Asia, whatever. It's all Muslim. So what is the religious argument? They just have to have everything? Well, first of all, I mean, the, the whole religion of Islam, it, it's all taken off of the Jewish narrative, right? If they believe that they're the children of uh, Ishmael, well, Ishmael was the son of Abraham. Where's that whole story come from? That story comes from the Bible. You know, the, the Muslims, they have two holidays here. One is called uh, Eid al-Adha. That is the holiday that they celebrate when Abraham took his son Ishmael and uh, was going to, to sacrifice him uh, on the holy place and that's the exact same story that comes in the torah except the difference right. is it's not ishmael it's it's isaac okay so they and that's their holiday okay so the the whole the whole narrative is a perversion of judaism but the thing is that in in the islamic culture that any lands that have ever been held by muslims are then therefore muslim forever so you know they don't there's no idea that once the Muslims control a place that they can give it back to the Jews, not to mention that when Jews lived in all those Muslim countries, as we talked about before, they were dimmy, which is a second class citizen. And so the idea that a second class citizen will come and take lands that used to belong to, to Muslims and control it, it just doesn't work according to Islam. And, and Westerners, they don't understand what Islam is. They don't understand what the Middle East is, and, and they just try to project their Western view on the conflict and just think, well, you know, if you have two parties that they can compromise and, and everybody can reach a, a negotiated settlement. That's just not how things work in this neighborhood. It's uh, it's it's so strange to understand, to wrap your brain around, because there, there will be people who watch or listen to this interview thinking that we're a couple of guys on the same side. And we are. We're a couple of guys on the side of history. We're a couple of guys. I certainly, you know, see Israel as the Holy Land as a Christian. And I know that Israel protected the holiest spot of Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. And you guys could have gotten rid of any sort of Islamic uh, indication in Israel anytime you wanted, like the, the Taliban did in Afghanistan, got rid of all history. You didn't do that. Instead, you protect it. And Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, before the attacks of October 7th, Palestinians could go into Israel, couldn't they? Well, it depends. Like, uh, you have, uh, first, you have... Palestinians living in different in different ways inside Israel. First, like in the city of Jerusalem where I live, you have 250,000 residents and uh, they can move freely inside and outside of Israel. If you go into Judea, Judea and Samaria, which is commonly known as the West Bank, so those residents can't move freely into parts of Israel that are not in Judea and Samaria unless they have special permit to do so, and many of them do. Uh, when it comes to Gaza, uh, you were only, you only had about 10,000 Gazans who had a permit to work inside of Israel. So no, they weren't able to come into Israel. And the reason why is because, is because, uh, Israel pulled out of the Gaza Strip in 2005, a complete right. withdrawal, both civilians and military. And Gaza was the pilot project for the independent Palestinian entity. And they were supposed to set up their own economy. Uh, and instead of building, uh, you know, a, a beautiful, a beautiful strip of land on the Mediterranean, they turned it into a haven for terrorism. Well, the reason why I asked that question is the, the whole allegation is that it's an open air prison. And from what I understand, of course, you can't go to Jordan and Egypt because they don't want you. But I thought that people who lived in Gaza could go to, to Israel. But I also knew that Israelis could not go into Gaza or into any other Palestinian-held territory. I, I, I felt it was unfair, or out of balance at least, that some could roam, others could not. Jews are not welcome anywhere. In fact, if, you, if I go to Israel tomorrow, 
I have to ask them not to stamp my passport or else I can't go to anywhere else in the Middle East. And that's just accepted. It's very strange. But you're saying the Palestinians literally could not go. So I mean, when they say it's an open-air prison, is there any truth to that? Well, in addition to the border that they have with Israel, they also have a seven-mile border with Egypt. You know, right. and so the court. But nobody blames Egypt for not allowing Palestinians to go in and out. Right. They only blame Israel for that. You know, and it's a you know they on the one hand they want their independence, the and and they tell us, okay, well you get out of the area, so you can't. It, you know, when that, when Israel's inside the area, like they are in Judea and Samaria, they can police the area and they can make sure that it do, that the terror do, doesn't metastasize in the area. Right. And once that happens, then you can have more of the free flow of travel of of civilians. But when you say that the military can't be in the place to police it, so then you're saying, well, just give them their own land, and then you just build a nice fence between you and them, and you leave them alone, and they leave right. you alone. Right. The only problem is that even if you have that fence, they don't leave you alone. They fire rockets, uh, they build tunnels, they infiltrate, they break through the fence, and they commit the type of uh, atrocity that they committed on October seventh. You know, and and they've tried to do October seventh before, and they've said that they would try to do October seventh again. So you know this. This whole concept of, of just giving them their own land and expecting that they'll be good neighbors on the other side of the fence is a failed, uh, a failed uh, paradigm. And and instead the Israelis now understand that they the Israeli military needs to be inside that place, uh, and that might actually allow for the freer flow of uh, of civilians to move in and out for economic reasons. And that actually does make sense the way that you spell it out. It's the CEO of the in Jerusalem bureau chief of the Jewish News Syndicate, Alex Treyman. He's coming to us from Jerusalem. I know that Arabs, Muslims, Christians, Jews, all can be in Israel. I guess specifically the Palestinians from Gaza. I understand why there would be restrictions. Obviously, there's a lot of hate there, and there's a lot of violence that comes from there. What what, what bothers me the most about the entire thing is the whole river to the sea thing. The river to the sea, because you've got people on this side of the pond, like Rashida Tlaib, who are pretending that just means, no, 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 we just want Palestinians to be free in that area. Um, what? No, from the river to the sea, from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, Palestine will be free, means Israel can't exist, right? I mean, that's what we all understand. That's what it means, right? Absolutely. You know, people think that uh, the natural solution to this conflict needs to be a two-state solution, not that Israelis think that there needs to be a two-state solution. But when you talk about from the river to the sea, you're not talking about a two-state solution. You're talking about a one-state solution that's a full Palestinian state with a Jewish state no longer existing. Now, I think most Americans that say from the river to the sea, they can't tell you that that's the Jordan River, and they can't tell you that that's the Mediterranean Sea. Right. They might not even be able to find Israel on a map, and they certainly don't know which part, parts of Israel are inhabited by Jews and which parts are inhabited by Palestinians. Uh, but they don't want there to be a Jewish state in the land of Israel. It is uh, Alex Treyman coming to us from Jerusalem. If if Hamas were to surrender, and I, this is really important because people keep lying about this, that there's some genocide. You just want to kill all the Palestinians. By the way, Israel could wipe uh, Gaza off the map tomorrow if they wanted to, so that's not really what's going on. But, but let me ask you a very specific question. If Hamas were to surrender today, would Israel stop bombing Gaza? Yes, they would stop bombing Gaza today. Isn't it that simple, Alex? Why are we all playing games like there's something else going on? They just want Hamas because that's the bad guy. Well, they they just don't want Jews. I mean, I don't I don't think they even consider how bad is Hamas. But they just think that the enemy of the Jewish people must be good. The, the, the Jews have stolen the land, and therefore any behavior is uh, is justified. 
you know, and this is this is what they think, unfortunately. Uh, yes, if if Hamas would return the hostages, if Hamas would cease to to, to fire rockets on Israel and say the the war is over, Israel would, would have a ceasefire, as Israel has agreed to ceasefires numerous times, and in every single occasion after a ceasefire. Hamas, when they decide they're ready, they break the ceasefire. So there's not going to be a ceasefire this time until Hamas ceases to exist as a as a governing organization and as a military organization. The website is JNS.org. Go there and check out everything he does. It's Alex Trayman. One last question about politics in Israel. I know that the president is a lefty and the prime minister is a righty. And people are saying that Netanyahu is not going to survive this because uh, we should have known something. Let me just, just politically speaking, how, how do Netanyahu and uh, I, I forget the, the president's name now. Isaac Herzog. Uh, Herzog. H- how do they survive this? Do they? Uh, is, is there a term limit? Are they both running again? I don't even know what the president does. I thought the prime minister was the guy. So, yeah. But politically, what happens? Well, the president is mostly a ceremonial position and uh, they... They have a seven-year term, and, and I don't think anybody holds the president or responsible because they're not really in charge of the security. It's it's kind of a diplomatic and a ceremonial position, kind of akin to the monarchy in the U.K. Uh, today, where it represents power, but it, they're not really running the affairs of the state. For Netanyahu, I mean, he, as the elected prime minister, his number one responsibility should be to provide safety and security for the residents of the country. And obviously, there was a massive failure in intelligence leading up to October 7th. There was also a failure of response on October 7th when you had terrorists running around literally savagely murdering people right. uh, for you know seven, eight, nine, ten hours across southern Israel without uh, the type of formidable response that you would expect uh, from the Israeli military and security forces. Um, Will he survive this? Well, obviously, there's a a number of people here in Israel that didn't wanted him to resign before October 7th. Uh, So obviously, those that wanted him to resign before October 7th certainly hope that in the aftermath of October 7th that he would step down. Uh, He's indicated that he has no intention of stepping down. And and I think that uh, whether he survives really depends on how this war goes. Uh, you know, so far it looks like uh, Israel's doing tremendous damage inside the Gaza Strip and going towards their goals of dismantling Hamas. Uh, but for Israelis, it's not only Hamas. We feel we have the same threat on the northern border with Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. So we have to see where this war goes. You know, if Israelis think that at the end of the war that Netanyahu, yes, he failed leading up to October 7th, but if he if he succeeded in after October 7th and remove the threat of Hamas from Gaza, removes the threat of Hezbollah from southern Lebanon and potentially even takes this war to the source of the terror octopus in the Middle East, which is Iran, uh, there's definitely the possibility that he could survive politically. Very, very interesting to watch it. Uh, Alex, God bless you. God bless you and your family. Stay safe. I appreciate you coming on. Go to JNS.org. He's the CEO and Jerusalem Bureau Chief of Jewish News Syndicate, Alex Trayman. Alex, thank you so much. Thanks so much, Joe. Hi, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. It's always an honor to be able to go overseas and talk to somebody actually in Israel. 
I wanted to get some history out of that interview, and I think we got some history out of that interview. I wanted to know what the Prime Minister and the President do separately, and I think we found out exactly what they do. One is more of a figurehead. One is actually the guy who's in charge, and the guy in charge is the Prime Minister, Netanyahu. It's not uh, Herzog who's the President. Much more to come on the Joe Pag Show this week. We've got all sorts of great shows lined up for you. Go to Rumble tonight, rumble.com slash Joe Pags, if you want to watch anything that you happen to miss. Appreciate you stopping by. That is Polo. That is Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.